0: This is Aton Weinstein. And I'm Naor Menninger. And you're listening to Two Nice Jewish Boys.
1: This podcast is made in collaboration with The Jewish Journal. Check them out at jewishjournal.com. Also in collaboration with Arutz Sheva, IsraelNationalNews.com. If you'd like to support the podcast, visit 2NJB.com donate.
0: All right, so where do we get started? Well, there was this let me bring down the music just there a little. We go. yeah. It's
1: panic on the streets of London, huh yeah. so there was there was an attack on the London Bridge. I think this is the second attack that was on the London bridge or on some bridge in London. It's a
0: very attractive location, both for, for tourists ter- and for terror attacks.: uh, It was an awful,
1: made. awful attack. Two people died yeah. um, uh, and apparently this It's kind of it kind of reminds shift. me of the gay pride parade here in Israel, where the uh, the perpetrator of the murder was like already known to the police and released, and he was supposed to be under watch that right. day. OK so yeah. this guy was in prison, right he was uh in yeah, prison was and a he was- known threat. Yeah, and he was released early because of some kind of bureaucratic uh, protocol. Right. Where you have to be released after half your sentence or something like that. Um, which is just ridiculous. Right. Then he goes and murders two people.
0: Yeah, but what went viral is the video where you see a Polish chef who just took a... How do you call it? A thaw? Not a thaw. Uh, like the tooth of a whale. A harpoon? What? No. You haven't seen it? The tooth of a whale? Yeah. There's this whale, right? A very a rare whale, which has one huge tooth. Okay. They're called Thrall, maybe? Something like that? <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. I'm not making this up. <laughs> it sounds like it's, you are. No, no. <laughs> Wait. Okay. So... And, and so he took it from the wall. This, this it's, a, it's a long tooth. What wall? In the restaurant. When this chef okay. saw the terror what attack. What was happening? Yeah. From so one he side took the from the wall this tooth, this whale's tooth, and ran after the terrorist. With a whale's tooth. Yes. Wow. It's very sharp, very, very pointy.
1: And there, was, there and was three of them. I saw the video. There was a guy with a fire extinguisher. Yeah. there was a fire A guy with a whale's tooth.
0: <laughs> and another guy with what? Uh, well sounds like a bad game of clue but uh but yeah and he actually used it to to that's amazing overcome the terrorists. what's amazing
1: is like the bravery of these three guys um or these three right. people I know two of them were were men i'm not sure about the third but that's amazing because afterwards they revealed and i'm not sure if they knew this at the time but the guy was wearing a fake uh explosive right. this vest. is why the
0: cop shot him on yeah. the spot
1: and so I'm not sure if they saw it or not, but to to see that and still pursue is just like unbelievable courage. Um, and and regardless, even if, if you don't see the vest, I mean, to, to be able to over... I mean, that's the idea, right? That, you know, the good has to take down the right. bad.
0: Um, also in London, uh, I think a few days ago, a rabbi was attacked on the street. Did you hear about it? No. So he was attacked uh, by anti-Semites. I'm not sure what's their origin. But they lynched him in the street. So, at, in this, on the same day, he bought a ticket and made Aliyah. The rabbi, yeah, not the attackers. No, okay, no. <laughs> wow. So, I guess it's not that fun, that much fun to live in London don't,
1: anymore. Don't don't wait till you get attacked. Is I think the lesson, the right. moral of the story. Don't wait until you get attacked. Just make Aliyah. Yeah. Uh come here you better. Before. get attacked here yeah. than there. No, but it's 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 crazy to see what's happening across Europe and like London is like also, you know, it's like the last
0: Yeah, and they're pulling out, trying to at least. Yeah. And there's election there like in a in a I don't know, in a week or two. Yeah. And so it's it's interesting. It's it's interesting. But the thing is they shot the terrorist on the spot, right? Mm-hmm. As they say in Hebrew, without bagats, without, yeah. without human rights organization. They did that in Israel. And yeah, here they don't often do that. Not yeah. always. Uh, well, something oh, well. to. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> no need to say anything more. Enough said. Enough said. Enough said. Um, so, guys, um, holidays are coming up. And we're collaborating with the Chosen One card game, which is a fun card game <laughs> yeah no guys it's amazing it's actually hilarious we've played it several times on the podcast
1: you should check it out the chosen basically it's a question and answer card game right so they have question cards and answer cards
0: cards against humanity
1: but the jewish, jewish version, version and it's hilarious you match them up it's like hours of fun Hanukkah's coming up it's a great 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 eight days eight
0: days of pure
1: fun eight days of fun and honestly more i think they have like 400 something cards in
0: here yeah. so if they had the chosen one in the holy temple back in the day yeah oh wow it yeah. would suffice
1: if they if the romans had it then they wouldn't have you know maybe massacred still the temple. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. but anyway check it out guys the chosen one and use our promo code 2njb to njb the number
0: 2NJB, and you get a nice discount, it helps discount. us, it it helps suppose, us it and you get a really fun podcast. game, so check it out. So, Yair yeah, Netanyahu, who is yes. Benjamin Netanyahu's son, he went to America uh, f- a couple of weeks ago, and he lectured there in Some English Hillel, today, right? yeah, uh, to the Jewish community, I'm not sure. Oh, okay. And on the lecture, he said that essentially that uh, his father, the prime minister, uh, boosted the Israeli economy. Uh, he used a phrase, uh, well, maybe a, a bit of a provocative uh, phrase. He said uh, that uh, before his father came, Israel was a country of oranges export and
1: yeah. He said like the only export that Israel had before his yeah. father was basically oranges.
0: Yeah. So putting that phrase aside for a second, like the which medium... is obviously false. Yeah, it's you know, but like, exactly, it's it's a lecture. You want to yeah. entertain. Well, no, it's not. That's the, the point. It's not a lecture. It's
1: Yair Netanyahu, the prime minister's son. Like, you're not expecting for him to be super accurate.
0: Yeah. He's not you know? a He's not
1: like a historian or an economist.
0: He's a kid. He's no, the prime he, he's not a kid. He's 27, 28. Hey. i a kid. Okay. So uh, if I'm a kid, a, he's a kid. Makes so us I'm a kids. Kid. Yeah, well, <laughs> do you not want to be <laughs> a kid? You look like a kid. <laughs> you know, someone commented, someone commented on our YouTube you guys are too old to be called boys so, so <laughs> that is not cool man that is not cool anyway, i mean we knew that yeah. it was a joke the name but you don't have to rub anyway, it anyway the media massacred him they massacred him yeah. who do you think you are and, but i and got then they into, pointed out the fact that the phrase is false yeah which is ridiculous uh, i got into arguments with people and by people i mean my grandparents um <laughs> were where, where essentially i said look in the end of the day you look at the numbers. The numbers are very clear. Two thousand and nine, the GP, GDP per capita in Israel was uh, 90, uh, twenty-nine thousand dollars per capita. Yeah. Okay. Now it's forty thousand dollars. So it's forty percent, thirty forty per, percent. Yeah, yeah. forty percent in a decade. Yeah. That's it. End of argument.
1: Yeah, and I mean there were reforms that that Netanyahu also made as in his as treasury as minister of finance, right? Um, and also in his first term of uh, as prime minister.
0: Yeah. Um fact of the matter the, is the economy is, is the in great shape. No, but I think
1: the point was that what what frustrated me so much is the fact that the media latches onto this one phrase and is like, oh, that's ridiculous. We didn't even uh, export oranges and, uh, you know, the oranges was not one of the... It's like, yeah, that was the point of his statement, that it was the, it was about the oranges. This is what the discussion <laughs> is about. Exactly. It's a, it's a discussion
0: about fact oranges. fact of the matter is Israel was not... A first world country in the sixties, in the seventies, in the eighties, even in we the were. 80s, there we was one were one of the biggest financial crashes. Yeah, we were a socialist, Bolshevik country with, yeah. with very centered economy, an economy of unions, mm-hmm. right? Which in and some in it changed areas, in the nineties. still are. It, yeah. yeah, it changed in the nineties. It accelerated during the early thousands when, when Netanyahu was the minister of finance of treasury. And in the last decade, like $40,000 per capita, just for reference, it's almost like our GDP is is almost equivalent to to, to the UK's.
1: Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I think, the, what's the United States? Is, no, it's uh, higher. Uh, no, it's 50-something. The 50-something. Yeah, yeah. But it's also...
0: It's, yeah, we'll get there. But the point
1: is, we are I mean, now... If it's 50-something, we've closed half the gap to the United States in the past decade.
0: Right. and And, and we're now the same GDP like like the UK and and more than many European countries yeah it's insane now but so,
1: people they try and take that away from him and it's just I mean they'll do anything to right to to bash Netanyahu and to try and take him down and we saw and there's a whole political party that's been propped up in order to bring him down I mean what is blue and white if not the bring Netanyahu down yeah, party
0: that's their main agenda which you know and, which is, and you might you could say what you want it about it mean, it works for them undoubtedly they oh, got, it does
1: over a million people yeah have voted to to bring netanyahu down so i mean it, that's a legitimate desire the
0: problem is it wasn't enough yeah I it was we're going to another yeah. election in well, a week don't
1: you know who knows maybe Liban man, Chaked, no, the no,
0: arab no. parties and uh oh, no, and
1: the uh, Stav Shafia will form a coalition no, together no, to bring no. us uh, to peace with the arabs I don't think and so. uh it's and go in back nine days guys on
0: we- next wednesday midnight if n- something amazing yeah. doesn't happen we're going to another elections
1: which should yeah. be fun. I mean, at least another vacation day. Yeah. But we're not going to bore you guys with election stuff. Right. Um, because we've talked about that a bunch on the podcast. Go listen to our last monthly recaps. Since, though, Netanyahu has... Charges have been brought against him. Yeah. Uh, so on read up about all that. All three
0: cases. Yeah. Although, technically... Three out of the four. Technically, yeah. no. There, there is no fourth. Well, there was. And no. It was dropped at one point. No, there was. 3,000. No. no, it was never against him. Ah, okay. Anyway, um, the the interesting thing though is that the in in reality the case isn't charged. Did you know it? Because it's a because he has government a, because he has immunity. As long as he has immunity from the no, but the doesn't have automatic immunity. He does. No, that was the whole the whole change in the law was that
1: the immunity isn't automatic now.
0: No, it and is automatic. You need to request to to keep it i see you're saying it expires after 30 days it expires if you don't request to keep it but the problem is so as long as there is an immunity they cannot actually charge him so technically he's not Indict.
1: I also understood that. Well, I didn't fully understand it, but I understood that there is a certain problem. Do you ever
0: fully understand anything? Uh, no, no. I mean, do we?
1: Do any of us? I <laughs> mean, think that there is, there is, a, there is a certain problem. Problem with there's an issue with uh, charge bringing charges during an interim government. Like I'm not sure that there's an act ag- because the Vata Knesset has to. No, play that's some the thing. Role.
0: That's where, That's the thing. They they need to remove the immunity to indict him right? Yeah. To do that, there, there needs, they need to apply to this committee.
1: But no, this committee
0: need... does not exist, so they cannot even start the process of removing his immunity.
1: But they don't have to start the process of re- removing. I thought the they removal do. of the immunity happens automatically.
0: No, so the, the counselor for the Knesset said, because there is no government and there is no committee, the 30 days period cannot even commence. Ah, okay. Okay. So what it means is, as long that there is no government, they cannot even start the 30-day process of removing his immunity. So for the next month, I thought I just
1: read in Globes that that the 30-day period just began. It's fake news. It's fake news. Yeah. Really. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> there you go. We have fake news here too, yeah. guys. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so this is the situation. So for now, nobody knows even when they will actually charge the case. Okay. So it's a matter of months. If there, we have elections, maybe six months even before they even start this process, and maybe he can get immunity. He can he like if something happens and he gets uh, sixty one mandates for him, they can keep his immunity in theory. You mean that's legal?
1: It's completely during legal. these next nine days. Sorry. You mean during these next nine days? No,
0: no, no. After the elections, ah, okay. They start a process. They want months. to remove his immunity. Yeah, but In four he or can, five months. They can vote to keep his immunity. They don't have to remove it. Yeah, yeah. He can get immunity. Okay, so that's that's the update on that. Um, Sasha Borinkon. Let's talk about it. Oh my god. I mean, he was hugged by the media. Everybody all the liberals well, I mean, he he started off good i was
1: watching the video and it was like, yeah let's and i i mean we'll we'll play the video in a second but he starts off great right and then about halfway in you're like <laughs> no no <laughs> and
0: it's like watching a, a train wreck
1: yeah right i mean at the yeah. beginning he, can you he, he tell makes,
0: the audience what we're talking about
1: so basically he makes claims for you know the extreme uh, the extreme posts on social media the, basically the leaning left of the of social media giants like google and facebook and how they uh they use their power against certain groups uh General. generally left uh, you know, to right-wing groups, right-leaning groups, and they, you know, and they leave posts up of these extreme, uh, anti-Semitic. Uh, let's groups. let's
0: just hear. So this is from uh, it, the the speech was at the at a convention of the Anti-Defamation League, mm-hmm. and let's just hear a bit of it.
2: See, which depends on shared truth. Wait, let's take it from the region. beginning. And which depends on shared. Yeah. Which depends. Well. Which depends democracy which shared truths is in retreat and autocracy which depends on shared lies is on the march hate crimes are surging as a murderous attacks on religious and ethnic minorities now what do all these dangerous trends have in common
0: i wonder <laughs> what do they have in common aton oranges No, maybe radical religious violence, maybe uh, countries like Iran that spread spread hatred throughout the Middle East, murder thousands of people. No, no, no. No, maybe Trump, maybe communism in Venezuela that starves millions in America. Hmm, I wonder what, no, not, not all of the above, let's see what's, let's see what, what, what is democracy's danger.
2: I'm just a comedian and an actor, I'm not a scholar, but one...
0: Nope, one nope, you're
1: not.
2: One <laughs> thing is pretty clear to me. All this hate and violence is being facilitated by a handful of internet companies that amount to the greatest propaganda machine in history.
0: What? <laughs> no, shit. <laughs> so you're gonna you're telling me that the massacre in Syria, terror attacks in Europe, like the London attack, like the attack on the synagogue in Germany a month ago, all of the above is essentially, and not to forget the rockets on israel south uh, a month ago that's facebook's fault yeah
1: (laughs) i mean don't haven't you realized that people are just like monkeys we're chimpanzees (laughs) there are a few of us that have been benevolently benevolently touched by the i don't know the almighty but these people don't believe in god so i don't know who they've been touched. they're comedians usually they've been they've been granted uh you know monopoly on wisdom no like free choice where they are able to decide things right they have the power they are controlling the, the facebook and all these channels but everybody who has facebook they can't make their minds no, they can only scroll and whatever shows up on their feed they
0: automatically believe believe it. of course let's let's see what else he has to say
2: The The algorithms these platforms depend on deliberately amplify the type of content that keeps users engaged. Stories that appeal to our baser instincts and that trigger outrage and fear. It's why YouTube recommended videos by the conspiracist Alex Jones billions of times. It's why fake news outperforms real news because studies show that lies spread faster than truth. And it's no surprise that the greatest propaganda machine in history has spread the oldest conspiracy theory in history. The lie that Jews are somehow dangerous. As one headline put it, just think what Goebbels could have done with Facebook.
0: I mean, Goebbels did fine without Facebook. He wouldn't, he would have done
1: really well with Facebook. I mean, he would have been like a he would have been a social media junkie guru. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, he probably would have. And
0: maybe then he wouldn't need to be a Nazi. He would just go and lecture about social media. He'd probably
1: still be a Nazi. Oh, Maybe. He'd he'd probably still be a Nazi.
0: But he would. I mean, yeah, the Nazis would
1: use Facebook. What's your point? Facebook is a means means to an end. It's like imagine if Goebbels had a mouth. Imagine the the things he would
0: say. Imagine he knew a language fluently, like German. Oh, no. He would use the German. Oh, no. (laughs) And if he had hands (laughs) and he could make speeches, (laughs) what would he do? And if he had television and radio and podiums. podiums. Oh, my God. Fucking podiums, man. You know, I've said
1: the most dangerous threat to democracy has always been podiums.
0: (laughs) Podiums. It's ridiculous. And, And, you know, the media they went berserk on this well yeah they hugged him but that's embraced him
1: that's uh that's the uh the nature of this stuff right american culture is all like celebrity it's celebrity culture a celebrity you know meryl streep says something it's like let us bow why because she's an actress oh because she's a phenomenal actress so she must know the truth I don't know. Is that wait? That's the end of it? uh, Because I remember seeing a bit. There's a bit in it where he starts talking about how you know uh, the the, Holocaust denial is an awful, awful thing, right? And he starts talking about how Facebook has kind of turned a a blind eye to to Holocaust denial and to these anti-Semitic groups on Facebook while shutting down these other, you know. right-leaning people like you know or youtube like alex jones and stuff like that and they kind of turn a blind eye to the to the anti-semitic stuff and you know like it's an awful thing but then he goes on to talk about how we should regulate right like that's the right that is right. so i i was really happy with him speaking out about these these uh platforms i think facebook and google and self-admittedly are leaning left they know it and they've admitted to it several times that they lean left and generally most important to point that out, but then to I jump
0: mean, from there to regulation influenced, sometimes. What do you mean? Like in the, the last elections in Israel, but never mind. Yeah, well, you know,
1: many would say the last elections in the United States. Yeah, but but then but then it go, he jumps to regulation. Like I don't understand. I don't get the. I don't get the logical How? jump from these. Platforms are doing something that's questionable. To the government needs to step in.
0: How would they? How would the government step in? How? By how? Like you would need like hiring adults. an army. Of regulators who would go over every word written it's, in every language on Facebook?
1: It's it's No, the idea that the government would step in is just a, an abomination. I mean, it's a, an attack on the First Amendment in the United States. What are you going to say? You're going to say that certain... You either have to dictate to these platforms uh, one extreme, which is, I think, the less worse extreme, which is everything goes. You cannot take anybody down. OK, unless it's not compatible with U.S. law, meaning if they're inciting to violence and they're making a call to action to murder someone or a group of people, then you take them down. OK, but still, that's just ridiculous to uh-huh. force them. They're a private company. They can do whatever they want. Right. Or the other side of the coin is then you start meddling in their affairs and saying what's okay and what's, what's not what's fake
0: news and what's not fake news which is just just terrible i mean that's who's 1984. to say sacha baron
1: Cohen? it's just it's that's just scary and i don't understand
0: what makes people make this leap i mean like. how can we spread fake news if they won't let us Right? (laughs) And what's so bad about fake news? (laughs) Anyway. What is so bad about fake news? We made a life out of it. No, I mean, it's. (laughs) Made a living out of it.
1: (laughs) It's awful to tell lies, but like people tell lies. It's like trying to. It's. It's. It reminds me of the. Like, it makes me think of the whole over parenting idea, right? Like you're trying to protect your kids so much.
0: They they become ill. They die.
1: That they. Yeah. Really? (laughs) Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. Kids need to learn at some point that people lie and there are lies out there and you need to kind of be able to differentiate between what's a lie and what's not a lie. And if you read an article and it sounds a bit ridiculous, like, I don't know, Trump uh, slapped some woman and raped her in the White House, then you need to probably look online and look into it. There's a great website called Snopes and it can tell you pretty quickly if it's a lie or not, but you can read mean. If anything, the internet has given us the ability to Research. distinguish between lies and truth right. much more than in the
0: past. It's ridiculous. Sasha stick to... Acting. I would say stick to acting, but... Oh, he's great. I love yeah. him. Yeah? I, I heard... No, but I heard he's not that good on Ellie Cohen. On the Ellie Cohen Netflix. Uh... Oh, you didn't
1: see it? No. First of all, it's a fantastic show.
0: Yeah? Okay. I Okay. So. I
1: mean, if anything, I'll the Israeli it. actors were... Uh, or what kind of ruined it. But he was but good.
0: He was pretty good. Okay. And his 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 comedies are hilarious. Have you yeah, yeah, seen Yeah, him? yeah I wanted to just, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I it's not my It's not your cup of tea. No. Nah. He's funny. It's, it's yours, also especially yeah. funny. you. Were, to... You were always a shallow man. <laughs> I was. <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen is my kind of guy. <laughs> but uh
1: but it, it, it's always funniest to see him speak Arabic. Because he always plays like, right, in The Dictator, he plays this
0: Arabic uh, dictator. Right. So he Arab uses dictator. Hebrew words. So he uses Hebrew. And it's hilarious. Anyway, on another matter, a few weeks ago, I, I told you that Louis C.K. is coming to yes. Israel. And yes. if you want to join me and go to so the nice show. Of you. Yeah, thank you. It was so nice. So, and, and we so, did
1: indeed buy tickets. Yeah,
0: we, booked, we, did. we buy the tickets. And then a few days before the the show, yeah, what what happened? A, a few days before the show, guys, Eitan... <laughs> so I, okay, I had, uh, um,
1: my girlfriend just began a new job, so I decided to, we decided to celebrate a little between the last job and this job, you know, to take a bit of a refresher and uh, fly to Europe.
0: The problem uh, is Eitan <laughs> Aiden said, like, we, I, I spontaneously bought tickets. To
1: uh, Amsterdam. To
0: Amsterdam. Which was really By funny. the way, my stroopwaffles. Oh, yeah, they're in the bag. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Go get them. Right now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so, uh, Eitan, uh Oh, there, there they are. My stroopwaffles from Amsterdam. Proof. Yes. Oh, um, it's empty. <laughs> Where's this... Is anything? Oh, God. There you go. Oh, my sweet go. waffles. And there's a... Uh... These are amazing. You're not getting... They're nothing like the actual fresh ones you get in the oh, market. Oh, I know.
1: So, anyway, just to finish the story. So, basically... Yeah. Uh, you booked the tickets? I booked tickets really spontaneously, and I booked tickets on the same weekend that we had bought. We bought these... T- t- you know, in my defense, we bought these tickets like two months in advance, and I had forgotten Yeah, but it was in your them. calendar. Yeah, I, but, you know, I wasn't like...
0: Who, I, you, it before is, you buy tickets abroad, it you look It is a at the rare,
1: rare weekend when I have plans. Okay? <laughs> it's like once a year. Okay? So once the ch- in the moonshine. Once a year. Okay. So the chances were 1 in 52 that I had plans. Okay? So I was like, oh, okay. So I didn't check my calendar. I booked anyway. tickets to Amsterdam. How was Amsterdam? Amsterdam was incredible but that is not the end of the story right. the end of the story is that a book tickets to amsterdam noor had to go with like a, i found a good friend who uh, bought yeah, a the- less a less better person like a, a worse a worse <laughs> no, uh, person to go with that's true i mean true. he bought the ticket for you i mean i was your I'm first choice ungrateful no thank you whoever you are yeah because because my but other I was friend your first has choice. values yeah but i was he, your first because choice
0: because he has values he was i hope he's listening he was your second choice because he has values and since i know you have no values <laughs> i said okay who would go with me to louis ck the only one who would is you because you have zero values oh i see you were afraid he wasn't gonna accept yeah and That's later he true. told me actually regret uh, what he regretted it. Yeah, a bit. Really? Yeah, he had. Yeah, he had. he had OK,
1: so we'll talk about the whole Louis CK debacle in a bit. But basically, I went to Amsterdam, had an incredible weekend, sold my ticket to Noor's friend who went with him and then came back. And then Noor, you are you are a golden individual. You are just <laughs> you have the heart of gold.
0: Because <laughs> that was any was, bitterness he was you down sent was, me because like, you were sad. You I was sad it. that I missed it. I told it. you it was amazing. Even though I did have an hilarious. incredible
1: time in Amsterdam, like still it was. Right. I wasn't upset that, especially because I managed to sell the ticket. But I get back and three days later, four days later, Noah sends me a message is like, "Hey, Louis performing again," and so I bought tickets for sixty or seventy shekels cheaper. By the way. What. <laughs> and ended up Damn going you. to see Louis C.K. So I got kind of, I got my, I had my cake and egg. So ate outside it
0: too. outside the concert, um, there were demonstrators. Really? Yeah, yours didn't have any didn't because yours that. was in Hulon. Who, yeah. who <laughs> was in Hulon to demonstrate, right? Well, Louis C.K. didn't even know where he yeah. was. <laughs> <laughs> um, by the way, the tickets now are, because he performed in Jerusalem before the whole debacle, right? A few years ago, like three, uh, four. Yeah. And then it, it cost, um, it was like, 500 like twice the price so it was double so you can really really feel feel the hit first of all the
1: fact that he's coming to Israel right at all just goes to show and the fact that I was kind of calculating how much I think he made at Hulon I think he made like somewhere around fifty thousand shekels, which is he like couldn't have made much more or much like
0: lo- or much less twelve, thirteen thousand dollars, yeah, right. which is
1: like nothing. I mean, he yeah. performed in Madison Square Garden. he must have made somewhere close to a million dollars on that.
0: yeah did he make the the Poland joke? like I performed in in Poland. oh yeah, because that's that's what I have to do now, yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyway, so there were demonstrators and and you know, yeah, it, it was to those who don't know. Louis C.K. Uh, Let's not be too well. Louis, I'm gonna say what he did. Louis C.K. masturbated
1: in front of a few women Wh- who apparently were apparently consensual. Uh,
0: uh, uh, no, but the, no, 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 no. What do you mean consensual? These women were were he's uh, like under him. He was in charge of them in in many ways. Like they. Yeah, but he, I'm saying consensual as in no, but asked. no, but if if you work with these women and you're you're. You're responsible on them. It's it's not consensual because, mm. yeah, because they like if they say no, you can you have power over them. And then they can lose their job. Yeah, they can still say no. Yeah, but it's harder. But they could still say no. They
1: could. What I'm saying but it's is, harder. no. What I'm saying is if they could still according say, to Israeli
0: law, it's illegal to even. That's yeah. fine. But we're yeah. not.
1: But law isn't morality what what i'm talking about is the moral question and i think obviously i don't think it's okay what he did but i don't think that these it's like it's i mean we got a you know there's a spectrum and he's not like some uh he's not some uh i mean he's part of the whole me too movement and i don't think that that's like you can say no you can say no
0: you can and you should say and no you should. but uh, it's hard to judge it's hard to judge you've never been in that place <laughs> unfortunately yeah no one would <laughs> no. no one would ask you that no
1: i uh i don't know i think i i don't think that his behavior was appropriate, I think it was inappropriate, I think he got what he ultimately deserved right right i mean he you know he was kind of but like to completely outcast them like i'm not gonna not go to a show of his just because... it's a
0: question you know it's like the question that ha- when you go and watch uh, woody Allen or roman polanski movies no
1: that's the difference roman polanski raped an underage he girl. was never charged oh come on he wasn't charged oh come on there was the girl herself said it yeah he was he I raped like he a it. 13 or 14 yeah. year old girl right and that he fled is, from
0: he fled from the law
1: and he fled from the law right that and Woody Allen completely and, and Woody, Woody Allen, Allen, Allen is disgusting Woody it's, Allen is it's even more
0: unclear I mean Hollywood is ridden with these uh, with these kind of people what's the difference between Woody Allen and Louis CK
1: there's a difference there's a difference. First of all, there's, there's allegations that, Lou, that Woody Allen began when she was very young in yeah. the house at 13, yeah. 14 yeah. to abuse her. right. So if those are true, then that's obviously a huge difference. But even if it's not, then there's the whole element of incest, which it's not necessarily incestual because it's an adopted daughter, but still, it's just like.
0: Mm, I, and I, I, think think his,
1: I think there's allegations against his biological daughter that he that he uh these
0: are the, the allegations no because he... by the daughter by the biological ah, okay. daughter because there's also the issue that he married his uh, yeah that's not the thing them. like well
1: that's kind of an issue to me too <laughs> well, like that's the man is sick well the man is sick and and i think there's a huge difference like louis ck is like he's also sick he's not i don't think someone's that he's, at the door yeah i think our guest might be yeah. early we're recording another 2njb episode right after this guys so uh so uh our guest i think might be here anyway so noah will be back in a minute but what i was saying is that i think there's a difference between uh woody allen and louis ck uh i'm sorry i'm just horribly distracted i think louis ck is of course i think he did something awful uh he did something that he ultimately paid the price for and that's kind of why i went to his show now we're gonna wait a few seconds for Nora to get back and we're gonna get back to it okay so Na'or is gonna be gone for a bit guys um anyway so i went to louis ck uh when was it? it was last week uh it was pretty it was pretty hilarious i It started with two opening acts, which i have to oh well three opening acts actually, two of which were just awful um he had two i can't remember the names of the people, but he had two opening acts one woman and one guy um from some Netflix series and uh and they just they open, and it was just really bad, and it was about a half an hour of opening acts and I kept thinking to myself, like you know it's I went to Jim Jeffreys a couple of years ago, and he had an one opening act for about ten fifteen minutes, and then he came up, and I thought that was like that was legit, plus the opening act was like half decent, but these opening acts were just so bad that I felt to myself like it's kind of it's kind of ripping people off to uh put up these like mediocre, not even mediocre i mean i honestly i think i could count my the laughs on one hand these mediocre stand-up uh stand-up artists um you know for like almost 20 minutes but then the third guy again i can't remember his name we'll have to like i'll have to look him up uh and we'll maybe put it in the post but the third guy just had me on the floor. I mean, he was just so funny. Honestly, at times he was even funnier than Louis C.K. himself. Um, he he just had this, this uh, thing that he basically, he had like, he played with timing. I mean, he claimed that he didn't really, uh, that he didn't have any timing. But I think that was the whole bit was that he would play with timing in this way that like he he was just shooting the sh- jokes out really really fast and you could hardly keep up and you you know you were laughing you were always laughing at one joke behind Sorry. you were basically laughing Norris back you were basically laughing at one joke behind i was just telling the listeners that the stand the one of the opening acts yeah. was the third guy <laughs> who had me on the floor who was funnier than louis himself i thought and he, he literally like his pace was so fast that you were always laughing at one joke behind, right? You know you, you couldn't keep up with him, and you were always la- you. And then the the last joke he told hit you, and you would laugh at it, and it literally hurt. Like right. it was so funny.
0: Did you tell them how? Louie... Do you remember his name? No, I can't remember his name either. <laughs> Something... I gotta catch my breath, breath. Um... What, what just happened?
1: I think we need to share
0: with our listeners what forced you to basically jump ship and abandon me (laughs) (laughs) well what happened was we are going to have a rabbi now for a future episode who wrote a book against sexual harassment in the orthodox community a child's book children's book about it and he's leaving he's here for a tour and he's leaving tomorrow and oh my god! <laughs> oh, and they yeah. And they wanted he sent the he
1: sent the copies.
0: Oh god! For him to pick up. <laughs> oh god! Anyway, that's the fastest you've ran and up uh, down and up those stairs, huh? <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So yeah, that was the whole Louis C.K. thing. He yeah. he talked about it on the on the act. Did you? Yeah, he did. He talked in the be- first of all. He
1: came out on stage and he was like, "Well, what have you guys been up to for the past two years?" Yeah, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. But then at the end, he brought it up um and his bit was basically you know if you ask someone to do something sexual and they say yes ask again and then still don't do it which
0: you know i guess is gabrielle says naori's right thank you that is it i i don't do we need to read the rest of it
1: where are we on uh uh, twin jb
0: yeah Ah. you on twin jb she says uh naori's right it was an abuse of power, and that's the moral part. The same way that a teacher can take advantage of a student, even if they consent.
1: So I don't think that there is Gabriel. I think
0: there's a difference between a teacher and
1: a student. One, the student is a. If we're talking in the realm of prior to, uh, like high school and before, then the student is underage and they're a child, and that is, that is uh, abusing a child, which is obviously very severe uh much more severe in my eyes than two consenting adults now i do agree that there is a power relationship between an employer and an employee uh and generally you know if something is stipulated in the law then that's fine i generally think that that stuff should be lev- left up to contractual agreements um you know and i think employment in general is an agreement between two people it's not like i don't i don't agree with this whole perspective of like the employer holds some like extreme power over the employed like because because you get what i'm saying like i don't think that that it's an agreement in the end being employed by someone is an agreement it's saying you're gonna pay me this much and I'm going to do this for you. But if I, you? I want
0: the job, okay? If I want the job. No, but that's what I'm and saying. And someone that... keeps abusing me sexually and I tell him I don't I'm not interested no. but he continues to, no, to, to then do No, you that. should
1: leave because that's a but, bad environment no, to be in. But
0: I want the job. But the job doesn't... is great and this guy because this guy is an asshole, I need to leave. It if doesn't make if any this sense. This guy is
1: employing you. He's one side. No, of the... let's
0: say he's above me, but he's not the direct employer. No, so
1: that's different. Then we're talking about a whole hierarchical structure of a corporation. Yeah. And yeah, in the corp- a corporation should stipulate these things that and generally do that relationships, intimate relationships between employed and employed But don't like you agree to and... sexual
0: harassment? No, but Louis C.
1: K is a one man show. He employs people, he has agreements with people. And that's what I'm saying that oh no, idea... there were t
0: v sets and producers, you know these things happened on sets where there were there were actors, so it's not it's... again,
1: I think you should say no, and then you should and come if it out, doesn't help and then you should come out
0: immediately okay um, but if 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 it doesn't help
1: no, but i that's what I'm saying that I think that there is there is this there is this painting of victimhood. The, of these women. And I don't think that that's necessarily the ca- the case. I think that these women might have actually sort of been okay with it, brushed it under the rug in order to progress. And I think that that's the problem, that when you are willing to endure shitty behavior, then then you're also part of the problem. And you shouldn't, like, you know, as an adult... And you shouldn't be able to endure that you should say no to it you should immediately go easier to someone said than done yeah of course it's always easier, easier, said. easier said than done but i don't think
0: that that uh what what do people say in the in you don't have any uh, nothing
1: okay comments In i okay just god bless israel
0: well <laughs> which <that's>... is <laughs> yeah amen to that no god bless louis though <laughs> no <laughs> okay i think we can wrap things up right yeah okay so, before we go, guys, first of all, we're on YouTube and we need subscribers. So, if you like the show, please go to YouTube, write Two Nice Jewish Boys, and subscribe. And hit the bell button. And Apparently hit the bell that's button. That's important. Um, and soon, hopefully, if, if Aton is willing, we'll post original content there. What's I'm, I'm willing and ready. Okay. Um, and we're collaborating with two amazing... News outlets. The first is the Jewish Journal. They're at jewishjournal.com. dot com. They have podcasts like the David Suisa podcast or the Shmuel Rosner podcast, and they have amazing articles and news and opinions and op eds. So check them out, jewishjournal.com. dot com. And and we're collaborating with Arutz Sheva,
1: Israel National News. You can check them out at israelnationalnews dot com, it, IsraelNationalNews.com. and they have a Facebook page. Uh, so check them out. They have great. They have also good content and we're on their website and we're on their facebook page and um of course guys the chosen one check them out use our promo code 2njb the perfect to hanukkah a, gift really the perfect hanukkah gift like there's nothing uh there's nothing better it's hilarious so check them Except out the one?
0: No. you eat sufganiyah and you play it simultaneously and your senses are like yeah exploding
1: Um, so the chosen one game.com also
0: we accept donations
1: yes we do this on our free time so go to 2njb.com slash donate if you want to help us out and support the podcast thank you guys so much for listening for tuning in and we will be back
0: with a new episode later this week bye guys bye thank you